Welcome back, everybody. It's Chip and Eric and Friends. I'm Eric. I'm Chip. And I'm Obadiah. And we're here to read to you today the Bible. We are. Yeah. Eric, today is day 216. What what about me? What about Obadiah? Obi, it's day 216. Okay. And we are reading Ezekiel chapter 12 through chapters 14, verse 11 today. That sounds amazing. I can't wait. What about you, Obadiah? I'm very excited. I love to read the Bible. Well, good to have Obi here with us today. Yeah, uh, he won't be reading, so don't worry. I know all of you at home are worried that Obadiah would jump in and read. He's not going to. No, I'm just a casual observer today. Okay. Well, okay. that sounds good, Obi. <clears throat> yeah, you right. can observe all you want, but one of these days you might be reading. You That's true. Know. And there's a chance I'll forget that Obadiah's here by the end of the episode, so you may not hear from him anymore. There, there is a good chance. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Hey, but let's read in Ezekiel today. Let's do it. Again. A message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, you live among rebels who have eyes but refuse to see. They have ears but refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious people. So now, son of man, pretend you are being sent into exile. Pack the few items an exile could carry and leave your home and go to go somewhere else. Do this in front of the people so they can see you. For perhaps they will pay attention to this, even though they are such rebels. Bring your baggage outside during the day so they can watch you. Then, in the evening... What did I miss? In the evening, oh, in the evening, as they are watching, leave your house as captives do when they begin a long march to distant lands. Dig a hole through the wall while they are watching and go out through it. As they watch, lift your pack to your shoulders and walk away into the night. Cover your face so you cannot see the land you are leaving, for I have made you a sign to, for the people of Israel. So I did as I was told. In broad daylight, I brought my pack outside, filled it with things I might carry into exile. Then in the evening, while the people looked on, I dug through the wall with my hands and went out into the night with my pack on my shoulder. The next morning, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, these rebels, the people of Israel, have asked you what all this means. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. These actions contain a message for King Zedekiah in Jerusalem and for all the people of Israel. Explain that your actions are a sign to show what will soon happen to them, for they will be driven into exile as captives. Even Zedekiah will leave Jerusalem at night through a hole in the wall, taking only what he can carry with him. He will cover his face, and his eyes will not see the land he is leaving. Then I will throw my net over him and capture him in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Babylonians, though he will never see it, and he will die there. I will scatter his servants and warriors to the four winds and send the sword after them. And when I scatter them among the nations, they will know that I am the Lord. But I will spare a few of them from death by war, famine, or disease, so they can confess all their detestable sins to their captors. Then they will know that I am the Lord. <clears throat> then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, tremble as you eat your food. Shake with fear as you drink your water. Tell the people, this is what the sovereign Lord says concerning those living in Israel and Jerusalem. They will eat their food with trembling and sip their water in despair. For their land will be stripped bare because of their violence. The cities will be destroyed and the farmland made desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, you've heard that proverb they quote in Israel. Time passes and prophecies come to nothing. Tell the people this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to this proverb and you will soon stop quoting it. Now give them this new proverb to replace the old one. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. There will be no more false visions and flattering predictions in Israel, for I am the Lord. If I say it, it will happen. There will be no more delays, you rebels of Israel. I will fulfill my threat of destruction in your own lifetime. I, the Lord, have spoken. 
Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, the people of Israel are saying, he's talking about the distant future. His visions won't come true for a long, long time. Therefore tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. No more delay. I will now do everything that I have threatened. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, prophesy against the false prophets of Israel who are inventing their own prophecies. Say to them, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits the false prophets who are following their own imaginations and have seen nothing at all? O people of Israel, these prophets of yours are like jackals digging in the ruins. They have done nothing to repair the breaks in the wall around the nation. They have not helped it stand firm in battle on the day of the Lord. Instead, They have told lies and made false predictions. They say, this message is from the Lord, even though the Lord never sent them. And yet they expect him to fulfill their prophecies. Can your visions be anything but false if you claim, this message is from the Lord, when I have not even spoken to you? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because what you say is false and your visions are a lie, I will stand against you, says the Sovereign Lord. I will raise my fist against all the prophets who see false visions and make lying predictions, and they will be banished from the community of Israel. I will blot their names from Israel's record books, and they will never again set foot in their own land. Then you will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. This is what this will happen because these evil prophets deceive my people by saying all is peaceful when there's no peace at all. It's as if the people have built a flimsy wall and these prophets are trying to reinforce it by covering it with a whitewash. Tell these whitewashers that their wall will soon fall down. A heavy rainstorm will undermine it and great hailstones and mighty winds will knock it down. And when the wall falls, the people will cry out, what happened to your whitewash? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will sweep away your whitewashed wall with a storm of indignation, with a great flood of anger, and with hailstones of fury. I will break down your wall right to its foundation, and when it falls, it will crush you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. At last, my anger against the wall and those who covered it with whitewash will be satisfied. Then I will say to you, the wall and those who whitewashed it are both gone. They were lying prophets who claimed peace would come to Jerusalem when when there was no peace. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Now, son of man, speak out against the women who prophesy from their own imaginations. This is what the sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits you women who are ensnaring the souls of my people, young and old alike? You tie magic charms on their wrists and furnish them with magic veils. Do you think you can trap others without bringing destruction on yourselves? You bring shame on me and my people. You bring shame on me among my people for a few handfuls of barley or a piece of bread. By lying to my people who love to listen to lies, you kill those who should not die. You promise life to those who should not live. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against all your magic charms, which you use to ensnare my people like birds. I will tear them from your arms, setting my people free like birds, set free from a cage. I will tear off the magic veils and save my people from your grasp. They will no longer be your victims. Then you will know that I am the Lord. You have discouraged the righteous with your lies, but I didn't want them to be sad. And you have encouraged the wicked by promising them life, even though they continue in their sins. Because of all this, you will no longer talk of seeing visions that what you visions that you never saw, nor will you make predictions. For I will rescue my people from your grasp. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And some of the leaders of Israel visited me. And while they were sitting with me, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, these leaders have set up idols in their hearts. They've embraced things that will make them fall into sin. Why should I listen to their request? Tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The people of Israel have set up idols in their hearts and fallen into sin. And then they go to a prophet asking for a message. So I, the Lord, will give them the kind of answer their great idolatry deserves. 
I will do this to capture the minds and hearts of all my people who have turned from me to worship their detestable idols. Therefore, tell the people of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Repent and turn away from your idols and stop all your detestable sins. I, the Lord, will answer all those, both Israelites and foreigners, who reject me and set up idols in their hearts and so fall into sin, and who then come to a prophet asking for my advice. I will turn against such people and make a terrible example of them, eliminating them from among my people. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And if a prophet is deceived into giving a message, it is because I, the Lord, have deceived that prophet. I will lift my fist against such prophets and cut them off from the community of Israel. False prophets and those who seek their guidance will all be punished for their sins. In this way, the people of Israel will learn not to stray from me, polluting themselves with sin. They will be my people, and I will be their God. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. And that is our reading today. Okay. Wow. Did we? That was good. Okay, but we read that with two questions in mind. First of all, what's this telling us about God? Second of all, what does it tell us about us? And then, what do we do with that? What's our, what's our walk away from this text today? So, Chip, mm-hmm. what's this tell us about God? Yeah, this tells us something that it's been telling us all along. I don't know if I've even said it yet, though. Um, Something I've been praying, actually, more recently Hmm. uh, in my own personal life. But I'll say it this way. God wants us to see what he wants us to see, and he wants us to hear what he wants us to hear. And that was the crux of the problem. They could probably see it, and they could probably hear it, but they pretended they didn't see it, and they didn't hear it. And if you have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, my parents, when I was younger, I did the same thing. My kids do the same thing. Your kids do the same thing. They see it, they hear it, they know it, but yet they do not do it. And that's the crux of the problem. And, uh, and I'll say, you know, I told you, like, no, you didn't. I, I did. I said, you just didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But you know I told it. And you know I said it. So <laughs> you're in trouble because you didn't do it. Yeah. And you knew all about it. And so I think that's it. God wants us to, to hear and, and see things, and he makes it so stinking clear. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's on us, and we, and we just many times, maybe this is what tells us about us, whether you'll, you know, going to mention this or not, I'm not sure, but that we just, we, 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 we kind of, we see it, we hear it, but we pretend like we don't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even said or revealed. And we do our own thing. And we're shocked. When we, when we um, go our rebellious ways and do things that lead us into disastrous consequences. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There were two images that really stood out to me in this text. One was um, repairing the walls. You know, like you've got a paper wall and they fix it by painting it white. Like, mm-hmm. that's really powerful imagery because it's, it's something that we do for sure that we say like, oh, well, I just... You know, it, everything's fine. Everything's fine. This is fine. And, like, you just put up this paint. You know, it's like what you said. Like, no, God is telling him nothing's fine. And they're like, no, 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 no. Everything, everything looks great. It looks great. It looks great. But he's telling them, no, listen, you're in grave danger and you've done it to yourselves. And how they've done it to themselves, this is the other thing that I really like. They, I mean, I don't like it, but I like the imagery. They have set up idols in their hearts. Yeah, I got You know, that. and that is just such a powerful you know, when you said that, when you read that, it was just such a powerful moment of like, oh man, like it's so, it's not rare, but it's, it's more uncommon to read about this sort of internalness 
than the external actions of the Old Testament, right? Like in the New Testament, we read all about the internal and then the, the external flows from that. And th this is just evidence that that was here in the Old Testament as well. But just, you know, because of the covenant, we talk a lot more about the actions of the people than the heart of the people. But God is really saying, he's getting to the center of this. And he's saying, you know, you've set up idols in your heart. So like that beginning passage that you kind of highlighted there, Chip, he says, you know, you've got eyes, but you don't see. You've got ears, but you don't hear. And then this whitewashing is like, you've got knowledge, but you're in denial. And then this last piece is like, you have a heart, but you won't give it to me. You know, it's like all of these things that Israel is just doing wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just over and over and over again. And yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. So yeah, God wants us to see those things. He wants us to hear those things. Painting over it, you know, putting a fresh coat of paint on it, that's not going to fix it. You know, worshiping something else in your heart, that's not going to fix it. If you have things that you need to address in your life that God is telling you to address, whether it's telling you not to do something that you do or telling you to do something that you're not doing. Both of those things are things that God's going to address in your heart. And so yeah. we just really would encourage you to find out those things and have eyes to see, ears to hear. Don't try to paint over it and yeah. give your heart fully to God. And don't put anything else in your heart. No other idols in your heart. Nothing. Yeah. Idols in the heart will always lead to a breakdown. Yeah. Always. So you gotta you got to go to the core. you got to go to the foundation of the issue. What is my heart? Mm -hmm. What's in it? What's going on? What do I need to do about it? Yeah. I agree. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Hope you're doing well. No problem at all. I'm glad I could be Hey, here. Obi, you're back. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> Reading about them eyes yeah. and them ears and them hearts. Yeah. Well, Obi, I know you're good friends with Zeke. Yeah, Zeke and I go way back. We do we, we back. do we do go way back. We was in we was in grade school together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We was out there whitewashing fences. Oh, yeah, I know yes, you were. We was whitewashing fences. Yeah. You know, oh. Old Widow Haggith down the road. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah Haggith. I could tell you story after story while well, washing them fences. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna hear it today. Well, let me just tell you <laughs> All one right, bye -bye. little story.